You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Mike Kak here for MMAfighting.com, reacting to the big news of the day. John Jones, widely considered the greatest pound-for-pound fighter in the sport, took to Twitter earlier today and announced that he is vacating the UFC light heavyweight title. To begin a series of three tweets, Johns wrote, quote, just got off the phone with the UFC. Today, I can confirm that I'm vacating the light heavyweight championship. It's officially up for grabs. It's been an amazing journey. Sincere thank you to all my competition, UFC, and most importantly, you fans. Followed up with, quote, the last I spoke with the UFC about my salary, there was no negotiating. If that ever changes, I'd love to come back and compete again as a heavyweight. Until then, I'll be enjoying the UFC as a fan and doing my best to take care of my family and community. In good faith, I'll be staying in the testing pool for probably the next half year or so. I'll continue to lift weights and train all the different martial arts. Around 90 minutes before Jones made this announcement, ESPN's Brett Akimoto reported that a fight between Dominic Reyes and Jan Blachowicz was being discussed for September 26th at UFC 253, which would likely be for the vacant title, although that has not been finalized just yet. When that fight was announced, it seemed like maybe the UFC would look at a possible heavyweight title fight between Stipe Miocic and John Jones, but that doesn't seem to be the case, at least for right now. And it's no secret that Jones has had his troubles with USADA, troubles with the law, but since his recent DWI in March, Jones has been quite active in the community, has been on the front lines during riots and protests in Albuquerque in the fight against racial inequality. But what he has done in the octagon throughout his illustrious career has been incredible. But he's also had his issues with the UFC. Jones and Francis Ngannou were actively trying to get a fight put together between the two of them a few months back. That didn't happen, and Jones was very public about how the negotiations turned out back then saying that they wouldn't give him a bump in pay to move up to heavyweight. And Dana White said Jones wanted, quote, Deontay Wilder money, which John refuted. So it's been quite the rocky road over the last three or four months. Since his UFC 241 win over Daniel Cormier, which is overturned to a no contest after a, pro- after a positive drug test, Jones returned after around a 17-month or so layoff to recapture the 205-pound title with a third-round TKO win over Alexander Gustafson at UFC 232. Then he went on to defend the title three different times with the unanimous decision win over Anthony Smith at UFC 235, and then followed that up with back-to-back very close decision wins over Tiago Santos and Dominic Reyes. And as we are getting in the middle of this, John Jones takes to Twitter again and said, quote, just had a really positive conversation with the UFC. Sounds like there will be negotiations for my next fight at heavyweight. All good news, the weight gaining process begins. So there's so much to unpack here, and I don't want to do this by myself anymore. So let's bring in my colleague, Alex Cayley. Alex, as you know, there are no slow news days in MMA ever. And just when you think we have enough to talk about, News breaks like this. Less than 48 hours removed from UFC 252, John Jones is tweeting during the main event between Stipe Miocic and Daniel Cormier. He's talking about possibly fighting Stipe. Now he vacates the light heavyweight title, says he's gonna watch as a fan. Then the UFC and him have a positive conversation. He might go to heavyweight now. This is crazy. How do you react to all this as it is still going down? Like there's more. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Mike, there's Hi. more. Did anyone see there's more? There's two more tweets. There's more. Two more. 
I will read them out now. That literally just happened uh, within the, the last like 60 seconds as we're recording this. Uh, one of them, first light heavyweight to win six championships in a row. I'll pay $100,000 to whatever charity of their liking I'll be waiting. So just challenging the next, uh, the next champion to approach his greatness. And then was going to challenge a light heavyweight to beat my world championship record. Uh, but we all know that's probably not happening in this lifetime. So uh, kind of throwing down the gauntlet for the rest of the light heavyweight division as he does whatever it is that he plans to do next. As we said, it sounds like that the heavyweight thing is happening. I was I, I and I think a lot of the, uh, you know, keener minds in the MMA media sphere, Mike, were not bamboozled. Uh, we were not looking at this as a retirement. I don't think any of us thought for a second that, oh, this is the end of John Jones. He's never fighting again. Uh, this reeks of a negotiating negotiation tactic from from himself and his management team from the beginning. Uh, where exactly it was leading, we can't be sure. But like you said, now we have this update. Clearly, it is just precipitating a move to heavyweight. So for anyone looking for that eventual John Jones, uh, Stipe Miacic matchup, it looks like it could be happening sometime uh, and possibly sometime soon. I mean, we're talking before the end of the year here, uh, based on how quickly the story is moving. It could be booked by by uh, Friday, based on how quickly the story is moving. So uh, a lot of smoke, a lot of mirrors, I think, and uh, and I hope a lot of people by now, at this point, kind of can kind of learn how learn how to read these tea leaves at this point. Yeah, it's funny. We literally just finished wrapping the recording of Between the Links, which was loaded up with discussion points surrounding Saturday night's event and beyond. It is a doozy for sure. We mentioned John Jones's chances on getting a shot at the heavyweight title. Both panelists agree that it should be Stipe versus John Jones. And I mentioned this for two reasons. One, for those who will watch Between the Links tomorrow, here is your warning, okay? We did not discuss this story on Between the Links because it happened right after we were done recording, okay? So I don't want to see any comments saying, I can't believe you didn't talk about John Jones. He vacated the title. How could you do this? That's why. And the second, this was Jones basically saying, for better or for worse, if you want me back, it's going to be in the heavyweight division. Now, AK, we talked about this at our matchmaking show. On to the next one. Cheap plug. You didn't like the idea of Jones fighting for the title. You thought it was a little crazy for even bringing this up and saying it was a 50-50 thing. You didn't think his chances of getting the shot over in Ghana were all that high. Does this make you whoa, look at whoa. it a little bit deeper, AK? I want to Has your stance changed? I want to need to refute all those three points. I didn't say I didn't like it. I don't like it compared to Francis Ngannou getting a title shot. I do think that uh, Ngannou deserves a title shot more. I'm sure everyone agrees with that. But also, of course, I understand the reasoning between wanting to see John Jones go up and immediately get a heavyweight title shot. It's, it's perfectly understandable. Uh, I, and, and again, it's not that I don't like it. I, if anything... Of course, if you ask me to pick what fight do I want to see more, uh, Francis Ngannou versus Stephen Miocic rematch or John Jones versus Stephen Miocic, I'm going to say John Jones versus Stephen Miocic, okay? <laughs> I'm human. I'm human. I'm a fan like anybody else. I'm easy. I'm easy. You're Wave these, dangle these fancy fights in front of me, and I'm going to clap and, you know, okay, I, I, I get it. You got, you got me, okay? Uh, it, I, it's not the right thing to do. Uh, but it does seem like the direction that is incredibly possible. We, I don't even think we mentioned yet the, the timing of this is peculiar, given the report that came out earlier from ESPN about the Jan Blachowicz-Dominic uh, Reyes matchup, which, uh, as it was reported, was saying they don't know what the stakes are going to be, whether it's a number one contender's bout, and that the UFC is actively speaking to John Jones. So clearly, a conversation that that was very true. A conversation did happen. Uh, obviously, not just about what to do with the light heavyweight title, but what Jones' plans are uh, to moving up to heavyweight. So. The, the timeline matches up just right. So uh, a lot of people were saying, man, does, if this mean John Jones isn't going back, then is he getting that title shot? You have to think that even though Dana White on Saturday said no, uh, Saturday evening after USC 2 no, John Jones will not skip the line. 
We are now 48 hours later, and you have to be thinking, it's possible John Jones skips the line. He didn't just skip the line. I think he clotheslined Francis Agano out of the line. Like, not physically, but just like, you know, in a weird way. Like, I think he's just tweets just kind of, he virtually pushed Francis Agano out of the way. And by the way, John Jones has added to these to these tweets mm-hmm. saying, quote, seriously, I challenge you guys to go out there and be great too. It's going to be awesome watching that with that cheeseburger in my hand. So John continues to talk about this, and we've seen things like this happen in our sport many times before with some of its biggest stars. Heck, we just saw it over the summer with Jorge Mazadal ahead of UFC 251, and the gamble paid off for, for him and his bank account by all indications. He didn't win the fight or the title against Kamaru Usman, but he put himself in a spot where, one, he's not far away from getting back to a title shot, and two, he proved he was a massive draw for the company. So only big fights are coming Jorge Mazadal's way. How similar, in your opinion, are these two cases? And could it pay off for Jones as well as it did for Mazadal? Yeah, it definitely could. Like, look, we always say the UFC has the advantage in these uh, these public negotiations. That's that's always the way it's going to be. And I think even as uh, we saw, uh, I didn't read all the reactions, but I know there was some fan reaction to Jones' original tweet, kind of questioning like, oh man, like how could you just walk away from all these opportunities? You have so much fighting left in you. You know, you should have found a way to work things out with the UFC. But I, I, I think that with, like you said, with him and Masvidal, this is the only card they can play is, is the, is the, I'm not going to fight anymore card. And again, it, it works out to varying degrees. We still don't know how well Masvidal was compensated for for that fight, but according to him, you know, and his team, they are happy with what they got. So there has to be some truth to uh, you know those negotiations being successful. Again, did, did did the UFC also kind of get what they wanted to give? Yeah, it's possible. And same in this situation, uh, John Jones and his management might get something, might get you know not quite what they were looking for, uh, but more than you know more than they're used to. But for the UFC, as long as I think it stays below, you know, the pay stays below a certain threshold, then they're happy to they're happy to concede ground. You know, they're happy to say, oh yeah, yeah, we gave we gave him what he wanted. But but people don't know. fans got to realize sometimes what the, the fighter and their management wants is also what the UFC wanted all along. Uh, so it's a long game. And again, we don't always get all the exact numbers, so it's hard to say uh, in the end who wins these things. But yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying that uh, Jones and, and Masvidal kind of, you know, it happened around the same time uh, and uh, the public disputes and it kind of it could end up being resolved the same way. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just don't see Jones going up to heavyweight for anything less than a title shot, uh, which looks like, again, we could get now by the end of the year. True or false? We have seen John Jones's final fight at 205 pounds. He will never fight a light heavyweight again. Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Um, yeah, I, I, you know what? I think, I think this is it. I, I think he's going to stay at heavyweight. I questioned for the longest time how serious he was about moving up to heavyweight. Again, he's teased it so many times. He said, I'm, he's, he said, I'm very interested. And sometimes he said, I'm not interested at all. I don't, you know, there's too powerful up there. The guy's too big. And then the next he'll say, oh, well, now that I'm thinking about it again, you know, he, he likes to tweet during fights, you know, that get that max interest. So he's very smart about it, very cheeky. But uh, now that it seems like it's actually going to happen, I, excuse me, I think he stays there just because I think, I think the more interesting fights are there. Like I said, I think people still want to see him fight in Ganu. There's some heat there, uh, and, and who knows who else. I think he's. Uh, I think he's convinced that his talent level is enough that to make up for any sort of size disadvantages he might have. Though again, he's a big guy. Let's not act like he's a he's a small guy going up to heavyweight. Um, and uh, I just think he's 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 you know uh, he's done everything he can do at 205. Uh, the Dominic Reyes matchup is somewhat intriguing, but to him, uh, to us, to him, I'm not sure. So if, do I think this is the last time if he actually finally makes that move to heavyweight? Yeah, I think he's done. I will agree with you. However, there is one name 
that I think that can pull him back in only because of like where he's at in his career right now and how people view him currently. If Yuri Prohashka can just start rolling through people, I mean, just doing exactly what he did to Volkan Ozdemir to like the next five guys. Like if he wins the title, defends like two or three times in that same kind of fashion, I think that kind of a fight could get John back. But I think that's it. I don't think there's any other option. I think it's got to be like, and he has to crush people to, to, to get the John Jones fight. Like it's, if he wins like eight in a row and it's like five decisions, which is unlikely for a guy like that, I don't see it happening. But if he just goes through and just starts mowing people down and route to a championship and defending the title multiple times, I think we might see John make the move one, maybe two more times. Who knows? True or false? John Jones fights again in 2020. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm convinced. I'm convinced if this mutual thing happens, it's going to happen fast. Uh, n- now that uh, again, I, I'm probably taking Jones too much for his word here. Again, we're, keep in mind we are working off of tweets here, uh, <laughs> right? This could be this could be negotiation things, right? We don't know. We, he said he's talked to the UFC, and like I said, I believe they've had a conversation. How in depth these conversations, we don't know. We're only hearing one side of the story. But again, the speed at which this is moving, uh, the speed at which we're reacting to it, the fans are reacting to it, everyone's kind of reacting. Uh, the gears are in motion. I'm sure we'll hear from Stipe soon. You know, he's relaxing right now, spending time with his family, like I'm sure he said he wanted to do. I'm sure he's the last thing on his mind right now is wanting to respond to it to a tweet from a rival. Uh, so maybe later this week we'll hear about something something from that, or he'll speak to an elder. We don't know. Speak to us, hopefully. Uh, but I think it will happen now by the end of the year. If it does, uh, it'll certainly be aimed for the end of the year. I could see I could see uh, it being delayed for whatever reason, but I can see an initial booking and reports aiming for December or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're you're probably right here. And if you're Francis Ngannou, what are you thinking right now? I just want to hit something really hard. <laughs> if I'm Francis Ngannou, thank goodness he seems like a gentle giant, you know, uh, from what we know of him, because I, I would just be furious. And I'm uh, again, if I'm him uh, or, or his manager, I'm preparing a fiery tweet. You know, I've got I got to try and change, get the narrative at least. I got to keep myself in the narrative. You know, so that, again, should something happen to either the fighters, God forbid, that they can't compete, uh, but one of them still wants to stay in the card and doesn't want to wait for that super fight, Ngannou is right there to step in. But if I'm him, I'm also thinking I'm not taking any more fights. I'll look at this as an opportunity where I'm going to wait, I'm going to make my comments and speak to the media uh, on the side, and I get the winner of Jones, Miocic, no matter what. Uh, Again, that's not his call to make, but that is a stance I take publicly and try to get people to kind of rally behind that notion. Because, again, either way, he wants either of those guys. And so he he can't lose if if he managed to put himself in that position. Is there any chance that Jones versus Ngannou happens before Jones versus Miocic? I sincerely doubt it. If I'm Jones, I have to take that title or bust thing. Because if, you, if you're Jones, you're confident that you can win the title. You know what I mean? He's definitely not going up thinking like, oh, I want to be in the mix at heavyweight. No, no, no. He thinks he can win it. Uh, and I think he would love to beat Miocic and then make Nganu uh, his first title defense. I think if you're if you're constructing this in your mind, Jones, that's the perfect layout. And then either, again, like maybe he retires after that. Maybe that's it. One one win, one successful defense, and then I'm done. You know, so uh, depends who else emerges, emerges during that time. Uh, you mentioned the Prohaska thing. I will say the. Uh, I thought you were going a different direction. Once again, you, you're always you're always uh, you're always fooling me, Mike, because I thought you were going to say uh, Izzy Adesanya uh, moving up to uh, 205. Touche. Uh, uh, and by the way, people, sorry, I keep jumping between pronunciations, but I'm I'm trying to get, always get the right one. But uh, Adesanya has has kind of flippantly said, "Oh, I'll go anyway to chase John Jones." I don't picture that happening. I think uh, they would meet at 205 if that fight would ever happen. That is another option as well. Um, 
but it, you know, Izzy's got a lot of work to do at 185. He says he doesn't want to be a guy that just wins a couple fights and goes up. Like he wants to run through his entire division. He's still got some work to do there. I'm actually more convinced we see Jones versus uh, Jones being at heavyweight for the foreseeable future than I see him coming back for Izzy. But if Izzy starts running and they both want that fight, sure, I could definitely see that happen. There's obviously a lot of moving pieces here. It would seem we're going to have a new or at worst interim light heavyweight champion on September 26th between Reyes and Blahovich. Nothing is official on that yet, but it seems that's the direction we're heading. Stipe versus Nganu seems to be no longer the front runner, at least from our minds, but maybe... You know, maybe we look up, we look back upon August 17th, 2020 as the day where a fight between Stipe Miocic and John Jones for the UFC heavyweight title actually became a real thing. What a day indeed. Any final thoughts on this AK before we put a bow on this John Jones to heavyweight stuff, at least for the time being until tomorrow when something else happens? Remember, remember when Daniel Cormier's career was over, and we were we were fetting his what a great career he had. What was that? Not just like within the last day, Daniel Cormier just released a statement earlier today, uh, which seemingly confirmed his retirement. Again, he still hasn't said the R word. So, what, what happened? You know, this we just said the news cycle is so crazy. The number one story of the last forty eight hours. Uh, well, there's two stories. One should have been again. Thank you, Daniel Cormier, for all your work and, and, and you know, whatever's next for you. Thank you very much. And uh, Sean O'Malley, oh, my gosh, you know, what a wild fight he had with Chido Vera and hopefully he's OK. And how has he injured? And Those are the two top stories. And all of a sudden, nope. Now here comes John Jones kicking the door down. So uh, how will we remember it in history? Uh, Mike, we'll probably just remember it as a Monday. You know, you know what it was? It was a <laughs> it was a, it was a Monday in MMA. That's how we're going to remember it. You know, love him, hate him, however you feel about John Jones. Well done today, sir. Well done. Whatever your methods were, you get everybody talking, and that's what it's all about here. But there you have it. Another big news day in this wonderful world of mixed martial arts. That is Alex Cayley. I am Mike Hack reacting to the big news of the day. John Jones vacates the UFC light heavyweight title earlier today. Stick with us over at MMAfighting.com for the latest on this always developing story. <laughs> Listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.